You're listening to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to make sure you get the latest episodes of the podcast. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. On today's episode of the podcast, we summarise day two of the Fear Fascist Test between Australia and England from Bill Reeve Oval. It's the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast, and let's get started. Let's have a look at the session-by-session breakdown of day two of the fifth Ashes Test from Bill Reeve Oval. In the first session of play, saw Mitchell Stark become the first Australian wicket of the day. He was gone for three, caught by Burns, bowled by Wood, and soon after the captain followed him. Cummins for two, caught Crawley, bowled Wood, then Carey for 24, bowled by Wokes, and Nathan Lyon was the last Australian batsman to be dismissed. He was gone for 31, bowled by Stuart Broad. Australia dismissed for 303. England lost two wickets before the lunch break. Burns was run out for a duck by Labuschagne. And Crawley was the last wicket to four for England for 18. Court head bowled Cummins. England at lunch were two for 34. In the second session of play, Darwood Milan was the first wicket to go for England after lunch. He was gone for 25. Court Carey bowled Cummins, then Root for 34. LBW to Cummins. Then Stokes for four, Court Line bowled Stark, and Pope was the last wicket to four for England in that second session. For 14, Court Carey bowled Bolan. England at T was six for 124. In the final session of play, saw Sam Billings go for 29, Court Bolan bowled Green, then Wokes for 36, Court Carey bowled Stark, then Stuart Broad gone for a duck, bowled by Stark, and Wood. Out for 16, bowled by Cummins. England dismissed for 188. Australia lost three wickets before the end of play. David Warner was the first to go for a duck, caught by Pope, bowled by Broad. Then Labuschagne for five, caught Billings, bowled Wokes. And then Kawaja was the last wicket to fall for Australia on day two. He was gone for 11, caught by Billings, bowled by Wood. Australia at stumps, a 3 for 37, with a lead of 152 runs, with Steve Smith, 17 not out, and night watchman Scott Bolan, 3 not out. My thoughts on the day, I thought it was a uh, a fast-forward day of Test Match Cricket. Everything was in fast-forward. Uh, a lot of wickets fell, 17 wickets fell on day two, which is a, a fast-forward day, in my opinion. Um, the Test Match progressed pretty fast on day on day two. Um, let's talk about Australia and, and how they went about things on, on day two, then talk about England. Um, I thought for Australia, they batted well to get to 303. After starting the day six for 241, uh, to get to 303, being from three for 12 to 303 is a pretty good score for Australia on this wicket. They batted extremely well to get to that uh, score, which is a, a good score in this test match, given that they bowled out England for 188 and they've got a good first innings lead of 152 runs at this stage. Um, it, it was a good score in the first innings. Um, so good late order runs and contributions um, from Nathan Lyon, 31 he got off 27 balls. He hit a boundary and three sixes, uh, striking at 114. So good to see Nathan Lyon get into the runs. Um Playing some good shots, good pull and hook shots for six, especially off Mark Wood, uh, was impressive from Nathan Lyon. Also, he had good partnerships as well with um, Carey of 28 for the ninth wicket and Bolan, 23 for the 10th wicket. 
and that and those partnerships were very crucial in terms of Australia getting to that 303 score. Um, Australia bowled well to dismiss England for 188 to get a lead of 115 runs in the first innings. I thought Australia's bowling was class. Um, they kept the pressure on England throughout the whole innings. They bowled good lines and lengths, and everyone contributed nicely in the bowling attack. Pat Cummins, the skipper, led from the front, 4 for 45 uh, from his 13.4 overs. Mitchell Stark bowled well for his three wickets for 53 runs in 10 overs. Uh, Scott Boland bowled exceptionally well again. How impressive is Scott Boland? He was bowling superbly. Um, he would have had a couple of more wickets. Um, obviously, he bowled well to uh, to Chris Wokes in particular. Had him out twice. Uh, unfortunately, David Warner and Usman Khawaja dropped Chris Wokes twice off the bowling of Scott Boland. So, unlucky there for Scott. He would have liked to, to get another couple of wickets. Uh, but he bowled well. One for 33. Six maidens in 14 overs doing his job again, and Cameron Green did well to chip in, picking up one for 45 from his 10 overs. So it was a great bowling effort from the Australian team. Uh, first of all, to dismiss England for 188 and get that crucial first innings lead of 115 runs. That lead has now increased to 152 runs, and more importantly for Australia, that's a good lead to have at this stage of the match, given how fast the match has been progressing. Um, Australia's second innings... They lost three wickets uh, quite early. Uh, Warner gone for a pair off Stuart Broad again in this series. Uh, Labashain was gone for five, and Kawaja fought uh, very well for his 11 of 38 balls in testing conditions late at night with the ball nipping around a bit under lights at Bell Reeve. Uh, he got a good delivery from Mark Wood that caught the glove and went straight to the wicketkeeper in Sam Billings, who took... Uh, a good catch on his test debut behind the stumps. Um, so Australia would be disappointed that they lost three wickets in that last session of play, but it was a very tricky situation to be in with the ball nipping around a bit. And obviously Scott Boland was sent in as night watchman, and he did a very good job in surviving and getting through to stumps with Steve Smith. So Australia, their plan will be to uh, look to increase the lead steadily as day three progresses. And obviously, no need to rush, no need to do anything rash, take your time. It's only day three of this test match. So take your time, build the lead steadily, get that up towards around about 300 to 350. In that range, I think Australia will be pretty confident to bowl England out and win this test match. So that'll be Australia's thinking heading into day three. But I thought overall, a good day for Australia. The important thing is they've got the lead of 152 runs. They'll be looking to build that, hopefully get it past 300 towards 350. So a great day for Australia in terms of trying to set up this match, in terms of trying to finish the series 4-0. For England, they did well to bowl England out, uh, sorry, to bowl Australia out for 303. Could have been a lot less if they got things right to Australia's tail enders. Now in this series, England have struggled to dismiss England um, Australia's tail enders cheaply. They have conceded a lot of runs to Australia's tail enders. Obviously, the partnerships of uh, Lyon and Kerry, 28 for the ninth wicket, Lyon and Boland, 23 for the 10th wicket. Could have been a lot less if they got their lines and lengths right to Lyon especially, but also uh, looking to wrap it up quickly. But they weren't able to do that. The batting performance from England to be dismissed for 188 was a poor performance. No surprise from England. 
Their batting has been poor in this series, and it showed again um, on day two. Obviously, uh, many batsmen getting starts, but then getting out. Obviously, Chris Wokes was the highest scorer of the innings. He made 36, and the next best was Joe Root on 34. So it just tells you how bad England's batting has been in this match. They, they didn't cope against Australia's uh, bowlers, the pressure that they were applying to uh, their batsmen, and they just couldn't handle it and had a batting collapse. So no surprise from England there. Uh, they did well to take three wickets in Australia's second innings, but England are far behind in this match. Uh, they've got it all to do. They still trail by 152 runs, uh, England. So a lot of work to do, but they've only got themselves to blame. That's why they're in this position, because they batted poorly, and also they didn't quite get it right with the ball on day one either. So a lot of work to do for England in this test match. What can we expect from both teams heading into day three? Australia will be looking to take their time to build the lead. They will be thinking of getting beyond 300 to 350. Should be a good lead on this wicket here at Bell Reeve. England will be looking to keep the pressure on Australia and look to bowl good line and length. But if they don't, just like they did in the first settings, then it could get ugly for England in this test match. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell to get the latest episodes of the podcast and like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Until next time, keep safe and bye for now.